Loud and Proud Champions brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union. Sediment has settled on a wonderful weekend of football. The final group stages is always really tasty. I'm going to be talking about that and more on episode 167 of the Loud and Proud podcast. The first Oasis. What an incredible weekend. Like, you had just you had one big game every 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 day. Uh, me and Cruz came up trumps with all the predictions. Uh, we both agreed on the Mokdas and thankfully we did because they got the big win on the Sunday against the Pats. Then you looked at Cooley and the Rallies game. That was an amazing game. So every game that's been on Lou TV has worked out very, very well um, for, the, for the neutral or anyone tuning in to watch it. So you got a hell of a weekend of football and then a few formalities as well. Uh, I just, just I'll, I'll go through, I'll go through just the, the the quarterfinal draws, and then I'll just go into each and every game as it happened. So obviously the junior game, junior uh, championship hasn't been completed yet this round. That'll be finished tomorrow when Glide take on the Malachies and the Mitchells take on the Westerns. I'll be actually doing the draw again tomorrow night after that game in Darver between Glide and the Malachies. So that's uh, that's going to be a good game actually because um, Malachies can still get... If Malachies win, they go through. If they win by 10 points, they'll go through on score difference. Uh, because as it stands, it's the balance score difference is fairly poor. I think it's minus 10, Malik is minus 4, so they just have to win to go through uh, on that score difference. And then if they uh, win by more than 10, if they win by 10 points or more, they go through as group toppers. But as it stands, Glenn Emmons and the Pierce and John Mitchells more than likely will be top. Mitchells still have to play the Westerns tomorrow. The Lear, Cahull and Gales, of course, and the Knicks will be in second place pairings or Stabannon or the Malachies. But there was draws made on the Saturday and Sunday night after the, the two games, the final games of the weekend. And the senior draw is quite tasty. You have Newtown Blues against the Dreadnoughts. They had good history two years ago. They should have beat them down the Grove, the Dreadnoughts. Uh, they didn't. The Blues marched on to win three in a row. Mattock and the Mockers of history as well in the in the um, Intermediate Championship, I suppose, going back. They would have met each other a couple of times. But um, the Mockers winning the last time they met on the way to winning the Intermediate Championship in 2018. 2018, yeah, losing, yeah, 2018 losing the run of itself at the track of the years. But yeah, the Mockers full value. Uh, very much blockbuster the two games they've played so far this season then RD will take on the Brides the Brides are on a hammer to, to nothing they were going to face one of the top three and they got RD for their troubles um, and then the Martins take on the Joes who would have played each other in the group stage a couple of seasons ago as well so they would be fairly familiar with each other um, but uh, a tough one for the Division 2 teams Division 2 team facing Division 1 team and Christy Grimes the old uh, Martins trainer facing uh, facing his old team with being in charge of the Joes four teams are out of the running for the Joe Ward Cup the Pats would you believe it they're gone the Geraldines the Dark Gales and the O'Connells that draw was pre-made the O'Connells will play the Pats and the Geraldines will play the Gales in a relegation playoff semi-final those semi-finals will be played on the same weekend as the semi-final draw so of the of the, the I suppose the championship draws more than likely I think it's the 15th of October that weekend then an intermediate on Saturday night Sean O'Mahony's booked their place they beat Roach 
and they went into the secondary pot um, and the second place pot and they would play Kilcarely so Kilcarely weren't really rewarded for winning the group having beaten the Finbars that night then Cooley they face the Dundalk Young Ireland's who, who also have been um, rewarded really for, for such a comprehensive winning of their group Hunterstein take on the Kevins and the Feckins will play kind of a team more than likely close, closest to them geographically on the list that was there the Oliver Plunkett's so the road champions won't be left in the Seamus Flood the Rahalis won't be left in it either they won't be bouncing back up will they bounce back down another division who knows to play Roach next who are very much improved against the Sean O'Mahony's and the Clannagale will take on the Finbar so green and gold clash there in that relegation playoff so those are the draws that's the way it's settled those are the teams that are gone for this year in the running of winning silverware but they'll want to win and fight for their place in the grade the following season there won't be double headers next weekend it looks like uh the, the the fixtures have been already done for the um, intermediate championship. There's there's two games. There's going to be a clash of games on the Saturday. You're going to have um, the Docking Ireland taking on Cooley and Dowdles Hill at half four. The Feckins will play the Plunkets at half four in Dunleer. Hunterstown and the Kevins will play each other at half seven in Stabannon. And Kilcarley will play the Mahonies in the Clans at half seven as well. So that's the way the land there. I'm not too sure when the junior, what when are they, when they're going to be slotted in. It looks like for the senior, it's going to be one, three, five, seven p.m. throw-ins. Um, the venues obviously have to be confirmed yet by the CCC. By the time you probably listen to this podcast, it'll already be announced. I'll have something up on it on the Patreon page, uh, posting it or any of the social media channels as well, along with the junior draws that will happen. Like I said, tomorrow night. Um, yeah, it, it, it'll be it'll be fascinating, like um, the timing of those the, those games because they're all going to be on everything. As far as I'm aware, every game is going to be covered on New TV, so you'll be able to watch every game. And I, I presume you'll be able to pay to watch the games uh, when they're up or when when they're when they're on. So that'll make for entertaining football because <laughs> the weather was fairly bad there at the weekend. It's just torn slightly. The pitch again a little bit heavier. So um, you can watch. You can have the, that's the beauty of having new TV. You can watch it from your armchair without getting into the braving, braving the elements into the wet and wind and rain, which is probably very crucial because it, it looks to be torn and it, we're getting into October now after all. Um, so going back to the Friday night, the Pierce had a big win over Cullen Gales, uh, and then the, the Shawls were beaten by Dowdle Hill. Dowdle Hill finished a great um, end of the season. And the Shawns didn't. I think they, they actually that was the last game. They've conceded that they've lost three B to the Wolf Tone. So they won the Division Three B, having lost today to Anaheim Rovers. That's one one game we did tip as well on the podcast. So that was a big win for um, for Anaheim, who are fairly well improving. To be fair to them, and it was a good win for them. They they they're building, and they're probably just unfortunate with the with the bit like the. A bit like the, I suppose, the tones in the group that they're in because we've seen those two two players, um, um, two those two teams playing each other on Sunday morning, and that was a hell of a game to be honest. Lanier and, and Glen Emmett's Lanier had chances to win it, to draw the draw would have done them, but the Glen Emmett's were just that little more clinical on the day. They showed that little more clinical edge, got the scores when needed, but Lanier would feel right. 
we had no Piers Hawkins. We 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 uh, we had a chance to win the game at the end. We're go- no doubt going to meet the Glen Emmets um, down the line. Then they possibly will get a tough draw. Um, the more than likely, like we said there, they're more than likely going to get either the Glide, the Mitchells, or the Percy. So they're, they're not an easy draw, and you see why both teams were going hell for leather to top that group. Um, but that that's been the junior roundup, and then in in the intermediate grade on the Saturday, I was lucky enough to go and see Kilcarely uh, beat the Finbars. That was a hell of a helter skelter game. Finbars never give anything easy, and then they. Um, they went ahead early on Kilcarely then took over the game after Tyke McEnany slotted a penalty away and then the bar still came back into it in the, in, in the second half um, Stephen O'Reilly gets a penalty Thomas O'Kreese gets a goal it was a very bizarre penalty it was one of those I've never seen before I think it was Thomas O'Kreese took the shot and it was inside the 50 yard line from memory it wasn't outside and goalkeeper for Kilcarely called Rian Hand called the mark a defensive mark but Noel Hand, obviously, it wasn't inside. He was inside the fifty. Wasn't inside it, so it wasn't. Um, wasn't need to be a mark or a correct call. So we fouled the ball. It was a penalty, and O'Reilly tucked it away. And then McCreesh got a goal just before the water break, the second half water break. And then he proceeded then to kick another point to level the game. So draw game with in the, in the final quarter. Kilcarely come strong again through that man Tyg McEnany I think he finished one line Conor Quigley also came to life inside Marks and beside him and they just powered on and did the business Sean O'Mahony's they know how to win they have that dogged edge that experience that Roach just simply don't have they're a side beginning out on their journey a lot of those young players will have learned umpteens from that loss the first day against the Feckins and then another way to lose against the Mahonies when the game was there to be won they won it Stephen, it was 11-9 I'd say in points but the goals really won the game in terms of just psychological blows Stephen Kilcoyne gets the goal in the second half when he uh, could have taken an easy point but drove through and had a sniff of a goal he buried it and then um, Jimmy O'Hare failed to deal with a long I think it was a 45 from Conor Finnegan broke to Terry Kelly just buried the pounds to bury it in the net and that was the difference Barry O'Hare kicked four first half points for Roach just couldn't get enough possession into him in the second half Roach will come again uh, but the Mahonies march on too. They will be that. That'll be a really humbling battle with with uh, Kilcarley in that quarter final. I will be previewing all the games as usual on tours. I should have another special guest on, working on one at the moment. Um, everyone enjoyed Cruiser last week, which is great, great fella. His side unfortunately went down to the clans. The Kevins came up trumps. Uh, Aaron Khan was exceptional centre half. Um, Evan Maher and Pappy Clark as well got a couple of scores too so Kevin's building nice again that bit of momentum having gone very well in that opening game against the Irelanders um, but just failed to push on uh, the Irelanders got the goals they knew how to win that day as well so it's it's um, very very uh, very entertaining I would say Saturday in the Intermediate Championship and that humbling of a Cooley game the Rattles game I have yet to fully watch it I'm going to watch it back Looking forward to watching it. I'm looking forward to seeing Kyle McElroy's goals. Looking forward to seeing Michael Rafferty's goals off the bench. We mentioned that last week. They need to do more for Cooley. need to help Patrick Johnson. He did that off the bench and he supplied the goods to get Cooley over the line. Who are right, Rob Carney and Brian White, remember. So they'll come back and they'll be formidable opposition for the aforementioned Dundalking Irelanders. Then Sunday it was... Um, it failed, the, other, the, the three other games failed to ignite. Obviously the Martins just took care of business with the Geraldines. 
in Dunley and the rain just came down. It was horrible. One twelve to no score at half time. Against a gale, gale force wind. The Derlers just had nothing going for them. Sam uh, gets the gets the early goal. Uh, gets one four in the first in three in the first half. Conor Whelan adds a score. Sean Healy as well. Don't forget to send in your red stars. Um, the Joes just took care of the Gales as well. Two ten to ten. Not a big call there. The game was one ten to ten and. Looked like Tom O'Connell was fouled by Colin Neary. David Jamie Carroll didn't give it, and Oshie McGuinness goes the other end, coast to coast, and buries it to make a 2 10 to 10 in the finish. So the Joes marched on in that kind of local kind of derby between the two sides. While those two games were going on, the Pats and the Mockers were playing out in a modern day classic. The Mockers again in a, in a classic game, and uh, yeah, it just. It, it's just it's just full value. Craig Lennon with the goal. It's supposed to be a hell of a finish to the cup corner. Um, obviously wasn't that that game, so I haven't seen much on it. I'll be having more in-depth analysis on these when I go through the Red Stars on Tuesday and then uh, previewing the game on the tours also. But the decky ball once again was superb. And I forget who got the goal for the Pats. If you if you do know, let me know. If you remember, and then the final game of the evening was the Brides and the O'Connells. The O'Connells were fairly plucky for a team that weren't expected to figure at all. They went 4 0 up, and the Brides got rolling then with a Paddy Riley penalty with the 1 2 to 4 ahead. And from that point, they never looked like losing. They just took over, kicked a load of scores. Emma Kirk was lively. Laverty in the middle of the field was good. He kicked scores and they emptied the bench. Um, Neil Thornton got a score off the bench. I, I mentioned Josh O'Hare in the in the piece. Very funny video. I, me 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 voice went at the end of one of the videos. Luckily, it was at the end, but a lot of people got a good laugh out of that. And then getting called in to do the draws, which was crazy. Like I didn't know I was going to do the draws. I present those draws. So all this stuff is kind of new to me still, and uh, it was enjoyable as well doing that with Fitzar on the Sunday, and I'll be doing another one on Monday, and then. In the Geraldines, it was great to do the draw um, for the Intermediate Championship. It was funny. The Mahonies were there, and they, as soon as their draw was made, they went. That's that's just the focus they had at all. So it was very good. Um, but in, uh, yeah, it's enjoyable doing those draws. It's great to see them live on Facebook, and you can see them all as it happens instead of hearing it and not seeing actually how it works. Um, and they threw up some good games as well. So that's that's mainly it on the podcast. Send in your red stars. Don't forget to send all those in. Um, thanks again to RD Credit Union Defy Sports Apparently, You're probably sick of hearing me say that. Um, anything else to cover? No, there'll be no double headers. There's gonna be I mean, did people were asking that I thought there would be double headers, but they won't. They're gonna continue with the single matches. The relegation playoffs will be on the semi final weekends. So you're still gonna have the same number of games next weekend. Um, still chock a block on the Saturday Sunday and I'm not sure when the junior maybe they'll they'll both be on on a, maybe they'll go Friday night Monday night again maybe not on the Monday I don't know I don't know how that's going to be played out but I'm um, looking forward to those games tomorrow evening and that draw as well thanks very much for tuning in and listening thanks for all the new people who signed up as well thanks for all your help during the week and help during the weekend with scores and anything I missed out on or any of your Red Star suggestions keep them coming I will chat to you Tuesday um, for that Red Star podcast. We'll be going into more depth on those games that are on Lou TV. Really looking forward to looking at that Cooney game. Um, it's wide open. Teams are out. Teams are still in. Teams are building momentum. Uh, Favourites are maybe not looking as good as they were thought to be. There's uh, teams coming through that are shining across all grades. 
as long as you win it, you can still win it. And then other teams will be looking to consolidate their status as well. So that's it. That's all the Learning Pride podcast, episode 167. We keep it rolling. Chat to you during the week if you sign up. It's only €4 Euro a month plus fat. That's in fat included, sorry. And uh, you get full value. And we're going to roll on again for another month of October. Good luck. Bye-bye. Loud and Proud Champ Hots brought to you by Defy Sports Apparel and RD Credit Union.